I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself and for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombus. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombus.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. What's up, y'all? It's Drewski, and I've teamed up with Mountain Dew to produce a hilarious new basketball podcast called The Dew Zone with Drewski. Learn the backstories of your favorite ballers and celebrities like Jamal Murray. Did you have, like, a favorite team? Was it the Raptors at the time or no? Was the Raptors even started around that time? Come on, bro. I ain't that old, fam. <laughs> You're talking like I'm 50. Taylor Rooks, Asia Wilson, and many more. You won't want to miss this. Listen to The Do Zone with Drewski on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and wherever you listen to podcasts. Hi, Blue Wire listeners. I'm Greg Olson. I'm excited to partner with Blue Wire to bring you TE1 a podcast where I interview the tight ends who have revolutionized the position. Listen in as I have raw, in-depth conversations with the all-time greats like Shannon Sharp, Tony Gonzalez, Travis Kelsey, and George Kittle. We'll explore how the tight end position has changed over the last 60 years and what it takes to be the very best. Subscribe to TE1 from Blue Wire Studios today so you're ready for the August premiere. Hello and good evening if you're in Australia. Welcome to a multi-time zone edition of the Airbuds podcast. Uh, my name is Jamel. My name is Peter. I am Mike. Again, let me say actual happy basketball to you gentlemen. It's real. The happiness is real. The happiness is not manufactured. We feel it from our loins. Um, I'm, It's sad basketball for me. Oh, yeah, your life's over. <laughs> oh, yeah, I forgot. Your life ended It's today. really funny how all of a sudden, in a weird twist of fate, I have the most fun team to root for. Although I will say I am totally... Are you talking about the Lakers? Po- I'm polyamorous. I am super polyamorous right now. Suddenly, the Lakers are your team? Yeah, oh, what yeah. What the fuck, Peter? Yo, you thought I was fucking kidding last uh, the Patreon? <laughs> no, I'm I was like, joking. I'm, I think it's like giving yourself a nickname. Like, you can't really, like... Yeah. We gotta ask uh, all the other. We gotta ask Devin Costa if the Lakers are your team. 
uh pd podcast is now a lakers fan so there you go buddy two for two only pd podcast this is chris Gaines to uh peter moses's garth brooks yeah um but the sixers uh guys i waited so many days i waited 150 days to see my beloved Sixers come back and uh but like and then you, within you were... five minutes I was like I fucking hate this team like what, what was I waiting for yo I'm so sorry I'm sorry I was in transit so I didn't even watch it but I saw TJ Warren lit y'all ass up and I uh I knew that you were feeling some things yeah we'll, we'll fucking get in, we'll... attack of the TJs man yeah They're really just coming at you we'll get into it but uh let's let's get some business uh off up top Please go to Apple Podcasts. Give us a five-star review. If you write a review, we will read it on air as long as you click that five-star button. It really helps us out. Helps people uh, let other people know that you like the podcast and they should check it out. Um, go to patreon.com slash airbudspod uh, if you want to support the buds. $5 gets you bonus episodes, videos, DJ sets from Jamel. I'm guessing we're going to be getting a, a bunch of Jamel content because he's now... Oh, uh, right. Yeah, that's on true. the East Coast and probably going to be a little more bored, even though, you know, you were quarantined before, but you'll have more time in your hands. I feel like now. Yeah, I'm um I'm in the middle of uh quarantine protocol. I'm chilling in my boy's crib in his like they got this weird ass office space and you guys will see me get taken by a ghost on the Zoom screen. <laughs> There's some very victorian era haunted curtains behind Jamal yeah right those are the spookiest curtains i've ever seen i'm not recording in front of a window ever again i hate this <laughs> <laughs> but yeah you also get access to uh the slack channel which is popping off we a uh, great great group of guys in there just talking about basketball and other stuff uh also we donate all the money uh to black lives matter related causes except for this month in which jamel is getting his share because it is his birthday yeah, and I look, yes, because I am black and I do matter. So. I think you should just say a portion of the proceeds of the Patreon go towards Black Lives Matter related causes. And I'd also like to throw in the Sunrise Movement as well for next month. Sure. Um, what if we just say the money all goes to black people in some way? <laughs> Whether Jamel keeps it, that's fair. Or goes to a BLM charity. Uh, so yeah, and then one last thing: go to uh, AirBudsPod.BigCartel.com. We got a T-shirt for sale. It's selling like hotcakes. It's a beautiful one. Uh, limited stock is limited. Stock is limited. We are running out of certain sizes, but uh, if we got yours in stock, buy it. It's a really tight T-shirt. Uh, Rest easy, though. We did double down on our larges right before we ordered them, so we are. We are doing okay, but everyone who has bought a shirt or knows Jamel and asked for a shirt, it has been shipped out and it is on it is on route if you haven't received it already. And yeah, listen, if you bought a shirt, take a picture of it and post it on the fucking internet because it's tight and we yeah. want more people to buy them. And it I guess we'll pick, I don't know what we'll do for you if you do that, but it would be tight if you did that because it's a tight shirt. Yeah, it is uh, styled after, you know, your classic uh, AAU-style tournament t-shirts that you get. I uh, just want to point out that Jamel came up with the AAU angle and everything uh, months ago on this very podcast. Uh, now, everyone, it's cool. LeBron said AAU, and now everyone's talking about it and tweeting about AAU. And Listen, I know. We and are I... your favorite podcast, favorite podcast. 
where are your favorite podcast favorite podcast to take notes on and not really listen to but be taking full detailed notes on yeah i was wondering why like zach lowe was like telling stories about working at the pizza store inside the grocery store in woodbridge yeah yeah, yeah. i went to wegmans today god that shit was creepy in there dude too many people in wegmans but it is a really good grocery store yeah shout out wegmans uh that's all the business i have guys is did i miss anything <clears throat> no shout man out, My- shout out wegmans again Not bad mike how how has your like what were you thinking the sixers were gonna do just like all be like shooting threes for the last hundred days like what did you really think was going to be different <laughs> i thought i wasn't I th- what i thought was going to be different was that i wouldn't want to just kill myself watching them play <laughs> but no that stayed the same uh i thought maybe ben simmons wouldn't turn the ball over every other time he touched it um i thought we wouldn't maybe waste another Joel Embiid 40 point game. Uh I thought that they would I just believed I believed Brett Brown. <laughs> I believed him in his interviews and saying that Shake Milton playing point was the answer. That was clearly not the answer. Uh Shake Milton uh is going to shake his fucking ass out of the league if he keeps playing the way he's playing. Um yeah, I I don't know, man. I just thought maybe give everyone time to heal you know the sixers dealt with a lot of injuries i thought maybe they could work on their chemistry i thought maybe they could go to therapy or something who knows what i thought would be different i just i'm a philadelphia fan so i'm optimistic for no reason and then my feelings get crushed immediately why are you guys all off the bus after one game one seeding game um because they played like absolute garbage i mean they ended ended up being a very close game but like it just looked like the fucking pacers like tj tj warren whom i do like and actually i think he's is nice and he's like because he was stuck on phoenix for a while like just a the only people the only thing people pay attention to in phoenix is uh the owner being an asshole or Devin Booker. Um, Shout out to Phoenix. Nice win tonight against the, uh, the Mavericks. Yeah. Oh, they won too. Yeah. Oh, it was a close. It was a dude. Basketball has been excellent. 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 I will say, listen, you should be happier than Jamel. Jamel's team might as well just be called the Washington generals in this because they don't even have a shot to make it into the AU tournament. Peter, did you think we did? Did you think we did? No. Did you think we ever did? We don't have the our two highest paying players on the floor. And our third highest paying player is Jan Mahima. So <laughs> I it was never supposed to be anything, but I wanted to believe too. But you know, additional shouts out to TJ Warren. This is like his third fifty point game. He also dropped fifty on us last year. Yeah, he's he, been, a bu- he's, he's bu- been I definitely I saw like I saw a tweet from the ringer which I read in Bill's voice and it made my skin crawl, but it was something like TJ Warren is like now, like he just joined the all time, like that guy scored 50 team. And I just like, whoever's running the ringer account, a, like they've mastered their boss's awful voice. Uh, But B like TJ Warren gets buckets. Like this is not like he, 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 this is, this was his like fourth, first of all, more than 35 point game this season. 
I'm not going to let you taint legitimate Bill Simmons slander with your sadness for your own basketball team. Second of all, has a player scored 50 points in a game in the NBA ever been traded for cash considerations before? Because that is what he was sent to Indiana from Phoenix for. Right, but that's because the owner it doesn't want to win. <laughs> like it's Right. No, I'm just asking, though. I'm not saying it's like that's a, a, a shot at him. I'm just yeah. wondering, has anyone who scored 50 points like before, like who's under the age of 33, I'm sure they sent did anywhere Chris for Jackson. cash considerations? They, they probably did Chris Jackson like that. He looks Indiana's feisty. I also feel like to, to your point, Michael, like I understand why you're sad, but. This is not the same kind of basketball. Like, I don't feel like the rules apply here like they did in olden times. Like, this game, like, like the Rockets look like somehow one of the most dangerous teams so far in the two, in like, in the first four days. And the, like, Boston looks incredible. The Pacers look incredible. The Raptors smoked the Lakers it just it feels like it's it really does feel like an AAU tournament more and more and more because I feel like everyone like that just there's no it just seems like there's so much parody except for your team you know blowing up yeah I was like nigga what are you talking about that that was supposed to be why the Sixers (laughs) were supposed to be good was that it was different and then they came out and did the same dumb shit I'm so sorry I'm the one who picked the Sixers yeah, I feel terrible. I, I don't know the the Pacers. That's the thing. The Pacers didn't look incredible. Like T.J. Warren did score fifty three, but like Embiid scored forty, and he was having his fucking way with whoever. Like T.J. Uh, I'm sorry. Uh, uh, what's his name? Um, Tobias Harris uh, scored thirty. He looked great. Like it's just like it's just they they out rebounded the Pacers by like twenty five boards. Like the Sixers just can't fucking put together a win because they basically give away the rebounding advantage in turnovers. I think they had something like twenty six or twenty seven turnovers. They 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 tied their season average of turn turnovers in the first half. Like they they just they're just so infuriating and they don't did know. Did Ben what Simmons doing. already get his really big contract? Yeah. No. Oh, he did. I think he did, yeah. didn't he? Uh, is so is the problem Brad Brown? That's my final question. I think the problem is Ben Simmons, uh, who is a phenomenal talent, uh, but plays some of the most frustrating basketball. It's the same thing every time. It is penetrate as far as you can, kick out, and then go back up to the top of the key and demand the ball again. Like he's just he's bad. <laughs> he's <laughs> like. He's not bad. He's very, he's literally like a top five, like talent in like athletic specimen in the league. I think like, like he's so uniquely built. It's just his, he just plays a bad brand of basketball. Yeah. That seems to be problematic when your job is to play basketball. Excellent point by Peter there. Thank you. All right. Anyways, about your bum yeah. ass squad. Let's uh, talk about the Lakers, guys. I have a theory. No. Uh. Bleh, okay. Well. No. 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 
You no. guys want to talk about my team? No, no. We're going to talk about my team. We're going to talk about the Wizards <laughs> now. Yeah, no, I mean, no, shut no. up. No, that is genuinely bad programming no, for this no. podcast. Eight minutes of Wizards <laughs> talk right now. Stop. <laughs> nah, I ain't going to do that much today. It was God. The way we lost today was more frustrating than the Phoenix loss. The Phoenix loss looked insane because it did look. It looked like an AAU game because we lost because Phoenix started pressing us and we couldn't put together a press break. We look like fucking Davidson without Steph Curry out there. It was looking crazy. And like, but then, you know, we kind of had our act together in the in the second game against Brooklyn. And it was back and forth. And you know who didn't show up today? You know who has been Mr. Consistent this whole time? is Rui Hachimura. And you know who didn't show up today? It's fucking Rui. They locked Rui's ass up. God damn. He couldn't do anything. And he felt it was like tentative. He just wasn't taking his normal shots. It was strange. Ended up losing by, you know, a handful. He was averaging double digits. Like, where you at, Holmes? I mean, I, you know, I, I, I like Tr- Jerome Robinson the, the best of all the guys. They, it seems like he has become an adult human. And I saw John Wall dunk in a gym uh, with no mask on, which was concerning. But uh, this is all I have. The floor is yours now, Peter. You feel better? No. Continue. I mean, you guys, you guys lost to like the actual AAU team in the bubble. Well, at least they had one real. They had two real. They had three real starters. They got Harris, Levert, and uh, Jared Allen. Jared Allen. Hey, say they we lost. Well, when they had Jared Allen, and Thomas Bryant was frying this man. Thomas Bryant had thirty today. Thomas Bryant had thirty. On an efficient shooting game. He went like he went like five of seven from three, dude. I'm I'm I, happy for you, man. I Just don't hope understand. everyone stays I You're a Lakers fan now. You don't get to act like this. Peter, yeah, we had a rough game. Don't get indignant with me. <laughs> I'm also a Blazers fan though, too, so I'm polyamorous. Um here's, well, that's tight. here's my theory on the Raptors. Lakers game. I think LeBron didn't care. Did well do, mm. ditto for Anthony Davis. I think they essentially have the one seed locked up. Uh the Clippers would need to win um five of the next six, and the Lakers would need to lose all six in order to to essentially give the number one spot up. And so I think LeBron was just like, Yeah, I'm gonna fucking beat the Clippers and show who's boss. But like now I'm just going to fucking coast to these goddamn playoffs. Cause we've got the number one seed locked up. That's an interesting point. I mean, but you know, he played through the game. I, you know, and you're, you got to think that they think they're going to seed Toronto. I mean, Dwight literally said he had them versus Toronto in the finals, like the day before, but that's Dwight. Who gives a fuck what Dwight thinks, which is a fair point. Nobody on the Lakers is listening to Dwight. Yeah. No one is listening to Dwight. No one on or off the Lakers is listening to Dwight Howard. I, I mean, uh, uh, the East is still going to be fun. I think you guys are, if Jonathan Isaac hadn't ripped his ACL, which we'll talk about. Yeah. Like, I maybe have f- five teams above the Sixers. I got the Raptors. The Buckies, the Celties, 
Um, the Pacers. Sure. Who am I missing? The Heat. The Heat. And uh, maybe the, the Magic. And the Heat. You think the Magic good. are better? Fuck you. Without without <laughs> Isaac? Come on. No, man. no, no. I'm saying with Isaac, maybe they could have given them a little. They were looking feisty. No, yeah. I think I would put the Sixers over the Pacers, even though they obviously just got beat by them. But I think the Sixers are just a better team without TJ Warren going full freak mode, which, you know, he is up and down. He is a scorer, but like, you know, he, he might drop 53 tonight and score seven tomorrow. Um, so I think the Sixers in a seven game series, I would definitely take over the Pacers. Everyone else, I think have the Sixers beat because the Sixers uh, are bad. I will say this. I think I, I think you guys match up better with the Raptors you know without Kawhi like I feel like that's the the only team you guys would beat in that top five but the problem is you guys are so far down in the seeds you won't play them like y'all will end up losing the you know somebody in the second round before you get to them but I do think if it came to it yeah Sixers Raptors I think the Sixers would win in seven games I think the Sixers match up well with the Raptors and also with the Bucks. Um, but still in seven games, I, I think the Sixers are just too good at sabotaging themselves and would fuck it up. <laughs> like seven games is seven chances for, uh, for them to, to do like 40 turnovers and give away a game. My third favorite team that I'm rooting for now, as hard as I am for the Lakers and the Blazers is the Rockets. The Rockets are... America's bubble team. <laughs> okay, so I missed the game uh, with between the Bucks, but obviously the Rockets beat the Bucks. Someone walk me through it. Um, Giannis had 750 points because he uh-huh. can, you know, he can euro step from midcourt, and the the Rockets shot 69 three pointers and set a new NBA record, and. Russell Westbrook is the alpha of that team. James Harden is like still doing James Harden things. And it just feels like Maury Ball has this like, like the chaos of the bubble is just like giving it new life because they really have had no business kind of winning both these games. But yet like Russ does like cool Russ things that affect winning. And even though Eric Gordon's out. Yeah. Tucker. Thank you. He, yeah, he was please. the big difference. He hit all of his corner threes in the second half. Every single one of them. He shot three for 12 from three, according to the box score. <laughs> See, I'm telling you, he hit all them shits in the second half. That's true. He went yeah. like over in the first half and then stayed on the court. Like he didn't even go in the locker room at halftime. He just stayed out there and kept shooting. And then he hit two in a row right after in the third. And then I think he hit one more. Well, I mean, obviously crazy um people are noting uh that i guess harden kind of shut Giannis down in in the low post at some point he, he was on him a couple times you know harden is only uh sturdy he, he i feel like he can only play post defense that is actually the exact point that mark jackson made as well so you're in good company um yeah. he is only good at like getting into passing lanes and just like not getting bodied because he's sturdy as fuck. 
I want to ask the and the way teams play, they always try to they think they can take advantage of him on the block, and it never works. I'm gonna shout out a tweet uh, that I saw. It said, "People get surprised. Harden is an elite post defender. Like he doesn't spend the entire offseason having someone throw it back against him and maintaining his balance." Damn, that's a great <laughs> point. God, he's getting twerked on in Houston. <laughs> I've only, been twerked on in, I've only been twerked on in Woodbridge, Virginia, and that is a test. Like, I don't think I could go 40 minutes. I don't think I could play 35 minutes of straight getting twerked on in Woodbridge at the Sports and Health Club. <laughs> He's doing it in the league. He's in Houston. They're fun, man. It feels like it's like I just I think feel like we're all reacclimating, and there's also there's too small of a sample size to figure out what the hell's going to happen before the playoffs. Like, Eight games is just not enough to really know anything. Um, but the Rockets look fun. The Blazers look fun. Melo looks good. Thank God. Uh, Dame looks good. Everybody on that, I want Memphis to get the eight seed. Shut your ass up. Portland deserves this eight seed. We deserve them versus the Lakers. This is what America needs right now. I don't need John ja Morant screaming and talking about how he doesn't snitch. I, I I already have all of Lil Baby's music downloaded. I don't want to watch basketball Lil Baby all summer. He can have next summer. This summer is Dame time. That's just, that's it. That's it. All right, Butterinos. Today's episode is also brought to you by Bet Online. Sports are back, baby. And so are your chances to bet on your favorite teams and events. Major League Baseball finally kicking off last week. And there's no better place to start wagering on baseball than our exclusive partners, Bet Online. Check out all the odds, futures, and props. Bet on them all 24 7, 365. And with return of sports, Bet Online sat down with former pro players Eddie George, Harold Reynolds, and seven time NBA champ Robert Ory. See what they had to say on what it'll be like playing without fans in a series they're calling Fandemic. God, that really, really made a turn there uh, compared to my energy. Visit betonline.ag. For all your odds and up-to-date sports news, remember, use the promo code BLUEWIRE, all one word, to receive your new welcome bonus. Again, that's free money. Jamel's into it. I'm into it. We're trying to teach Mike what betting is. Still a problem. That's promo code, all one word, BLUEWIRE. Bet online. Your online wagering experts. Have you ever heard of DealDash.com? It's the best, most honest bidding site you can win things you'd never expect at prices you would never believe. They have over 1,000 auctions every day on electronics, appliances, beauty products, home decor, and even cars. Yes, just like the Disney movie, Cars. Here's how it works. It's like an auction, but every item starts at zero and only goes up one cent every time you bid. The kicker is that the auction clock restarts after just 10 seconds. That means every time you bid, everyone else has 10 seconds to answer or the item is yours. If you are into auctions and stuff being way underpriced when you buy it, you can go ahead and buy now because Deal Dash is offering you, our listeners, an extra 100 free bids upon sign up on top of their other discounts. Go to DealDash.com and use promo code BUDS. That's right. 
We got our own fucking promo code, guys. B-U-D-S, buds, or deal-dot-fm backslash buds. That's D-E-A-L-D-A-S-H dot F-M backslash B-U-D-S. Buds, baby. Deal-dot-com. Back to the show. Shout out to the New Orleans Pelicans who look uh, like shit. We'll say that. They got absolutely smoked by the, the Clippers. Clippers. But it's the Clippers. Yeah. But, I mean, I think watching, you know, uh, big ups to uh, if you subscribe to our Patreon. You know, Jamel already gave uh, Pelicans head coach the best advice possible, which is don't play Zion in the first half. Um, but the, yeah, the, I think the Pelicans are, are toast. I find it hilarious that Adam Silver bent over backwards trying to justify and find a way to include the Pelicans in the bubble restart. Like, you know, he included like, what, like 14 teams in the West and nine from the East, uh, or I'm sorry, 13 and nine, um, just specifically because he was like, I need to find a way to get Zion in the bubble. And so he included all these other teams. And now, like, the Pelicans are just shitting the bed. And they won't even play him. They won't even yeah. play him. Um, shout out to the Suns, who kind of benefited from this weird decision making by Adam Silver because they had the same record as the Pelicans. They had just as many wins. Um, and so they, you know, Adam Silver had to include them as well. And they won both their games. And they look pretty good. Yeah, what's his face? Um, Cameron Payne. Oh yeah, he's nice. Or Cam? You mean Cam Johnson? Uh, which one's got the? Okay, wait. I almost said which one's got the fro. I was like, they all have the fro. <laughs> I think you mean Cam Johnson. Yeah, hold on. yeah, yeah. Cameron Johnson, sturdy, stiff. Yeah, looking good. Nineteen and twelve today. DeAndre Ayton looking just like quick. I feel like he was like more lumbery when I remember him in the past. My uh, my voice doppelganger, Frank Kaminsky. How's he doing? Frank Kaminsky method. He had eight and two. You know, he doesn't get a ton of burn now that um, Aiton's back, but looked pretty good. I mean, he had eight points in nine minutes. It's a solid. Yeah, <laughs> pretty solid little That's run. Sufficient. Uh, you know, Aiden's problem was just that he was out for 25 games. The Suns always look good when they had him. Yeah, I think the Suns were a pleasant surprise to start the season. And then um, then he got, you know, what was it? Yeah. PEDs or he was eating some yeah, drug got, that made him pee a lot or something. Yeah, yeah, he got 25 games for inserting weed cartridges in his butt. Yeah, just his proximity to the University of Arizona. Yeah, like made him test positive for, for ecstasy. So y'all telling me the Suns are gonna get in this little playing game, aren't they? Are the Suns I mean, getting in or no? I think they. So what the target is? You have to be within four games of the of the yeah of the eighth spot. The Suns, mm-hmm. if they keep playing the way they're playing, the Grizzlies are in the eighth spot right now. They lost both their games. The Suns win both their games. Like, I don't know. I think they have as good a shot as the Blazers is making it within four games of Memphis or whoever the eighth spot ends up being. 
Yeah, let me be clear. I am not anti John Morant. I just, you know, I want to see my, I want to see my vets. I want to see my vets in there right now. So I don't we think see it's baby rookies. We think it's going to be for the four teams for the playoff for the eight. It's going to be the Grizzlies, Spurs, Blazers, and Suns, right? That's that probably our, right. our guess there. I mean, the Kings, the Kings already left, right? <laughs> yeah, Kings. Kings never came, man. Kings and, Kings and, <laughs> Kings and Pelicans are not going to make it, I don't think, sadly. Does getting into the play-in, the, 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 the play-in tournament uh, count as making the playoffs or the Spurs? Can they get the record for most consecutive years in the playoff, which I think is 24 if they make it this year? I think you have to consider you got to give it to them just off the COVID and you better believe if the wizards did get in the playoff, that, that fucking play in thing, I would for sure have a playoff patch on something. (laughs) I mean, I know they're not, we don't have to continue down that road, Yeah. which on a side note is probably, I mean, I don't know if it's better for us, but I was, it brought, it was brought to my attention that if the nets didn't make the playoffs this year, they would get like a protected lottery pick. Oh. Like they got some sort of fucked up from who? Uh, really? Conditional pick in the works. So it's basically like if they didn't make the playoffs, it would like it would make their team that much better next season. They currently sit at 31 wins. The the Wizards have 24. Uh they would essentially oh, not, they would yeah. essentially need to lose out and Washington would need to win four of the next six games, I guess. Yeah, not happening. But uh, or I guess we got three, like all three of the next games. six games. So the Wizards just need three wins, and the Nets need to just lose everything. Very and possible. Yeah, it does. It, but I, based on our schedule, I'm gonna say no, because we got like you know, I think we've got all legit teams going forward. Like, I don't think we play the Kings or no shit. <laughs> it's too bad you don't play the Kings five times. Yeah, if we played the Kings five times, I'd be like, yeah, let's let's do it. But also, like, you had to beat them today. I know. that's it, that's This is why I'm saying it's not possible, because we lost the one game we had to win was the team we're trying to chase. What the fuck? But chase for what, man? What, are you going to beat the Bucks? Uh, yeah, and also that's another heat? thing. There's nothing. We don't really gain anything from making the playoffs you know Rui might get, rip his other nut <laughs> um some WNBA action happened this weekend too didn't it yeah it sure did rip nuts man a couple Sabrina. times i actually preferred the WNBA to what was happening in the NBA oh yeah yeah cuz you love watching people get hurt i forgot about that about you you just kept running back Sabrina Ionescu no, yeah, that's shattering her ankle. That's a bummer. I'm rooting for, I, I'm, I'm actually even though they haven't won a game, watching Dewana Bonner has been, uh, truly a delight. Oh, she's great. She's like, she's like 102 pounds, and she's like six six. <laughs> she's, she's so good. Buckets. So good. Uh, yeah. Yeah, no, that that was sad to see Sabrina go, but they're terrible. So, and they were going to be terrible with her anyways. 
Told you she wasn't getting rookie of the year, bro. Told you. But I don't know if Trinity Carter's getting it either. I mean, she had an, a couple up and down games. You know who came out who's at the top of the rookie leaderboard after this weekend? Uh, Sabali. Satu Sabali. She's, uh, she's, the base, she's like a 4-5 type player for the Wings. Uh, she played at Oregon with Sabrina. She was the number three pick in the draft. And she had like, you know, like a little slight 25 and 10. Dallas is two and one right now. So she's kind of cooking for them. Uh, shout out to Diana Taurasi, who had a good game against the Liberty today. I'm sure she said that uh, Sabrina went down, but uh, particularly because if you go to the Airbuds Twitter and see a video that I retweeted, uh, she loves fucking roasting rookies. <laughs> Did you guys see that video? No, she's just frying rookies at the at the banquet in the in the in the dinner. It's actually area. in a video uh, with uh, our our fellow Blue Wire uh, network mates, uh, you know Megan and Sue, our good friends, uh, doing an Instagram live with them, and she's basically saying, "I love playing rookies because I love fucking with them and destroying them." They f- That's right. Yeah. That's from uh, yeah, that was on the podcast from months ago. That's pretty good. Yeah. yeah, she was like, she loves fucking with rookies. And she did roast the rookie heavy Liberty today. She scored 18. She had nine assists. She had three steals. Uh, overall, plus minus was 29 on the court. So just a defensive light. monster, uh, just destroying all these small children for fun. And I love Diana Tarasi for it. Badass. She Bad ass. Slow start to the season, but then, you know, I think they caught a couple dubs. I mean, the WNBA is just tough because you don't have, like, that length in your schedule to kind of right the ship. So it does feel like every game just has this extra weight to it. It kind of feels like what this baseball fe- season would feel like if it wasn't going to get shut down because of COVID. Where, like, every baseball game actually counts for, like, two and a half games. And that's every M- that's every WNBA game. Pretty much. I mean, in football, it's 16 games. And if you go 0-2, you don't make the playoffs. That's that's the truth. You know what I'm saying? So basically, you could what? You could double that. If you go 0-4, you're done. Could you – has there ever been a team that just quit the season after going 0-4? <laughs> I mean, that might happen in baseball this year. I think Dude, did you hear about the Mets, like – the the Mets like highest paid player just disappeared himself. <laughs> he ghosted a baseball team. You know, baseball the, dumb as shit. The best part about it is like I don't really feel like any of the reaction was like, how dare he? It was just like, yeah, no, that's that's on brand for both the Mets and for the state of baseball. It's funny that like, yeah. You can kind of get the sense of like the morality of something by the way people react to a, a situation like that because yeah when people are just like oh yeah that's that's a fine thing to do um that means that we shouldn't be doing this <laughs> yeah like willingly sending people across state lines constantly like i feel like the next time we pod baseball could be over i say good riddance bring back cricket dude fucking highlight sure oh, fuck have you guys seen that sport? It's like volleyball, um, but you play with your feet. Someone volleyball? No, <laughs> it's it's uh it's incredible. I want that to be a sport in America. Are you talking about soccer? Yes. 
Yeah, no, volleyball. There's a net. Dangerously close to soccer. There's a net, and people... you like they're just yeah there's a there's, there's actually two nets in soccer there's only one in this one but they are doing bicycle kicks a lot in this in this thing i'll send you guys a video later this is not good podcasting <laughs> no no yeah. no i think this is fine this is uh this is about where we're where we're at yeah dude i'm i dude i'm still on a southwest flight i'm doing this from a southwest flight <laughs> i'm in denver right now i'm in the denver international airport it's crazy that like they, they let you set up a sound booth in yeah, the I'm, of the... yeah dig, I'm sitting on top of that creepy horse they got at the Denver <laughs> Honestly, being being in a mobile recording booth would probably be pretty COVID safe. Yeah, it's like bubble boy, in my, you know? yeah. in my rental in my Sentra. Yo, first off, I uh I because I haven't left the house in four months, I forgot how things work outside uh flying late at night is nuts like the red eye crowd is all just like lit babies it's all lit babies and like parents who are clearly stressed out and like you know like like five war vets which wars hey take your pick bro (laughs) (laughs) the war on drugs yeah the one Jamel's fighting every day. Yeah, you know, you know my struggle. Yeah, you fight for the drugs. The war for drugs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Jonathan Isaac speaking got hurt. Drugs, oh. uh, yeah, yeah. There you go. That's what I was going to say. Uh, speaking of drugs, Jonathan Isaac is against them, uh, but he also tore his ACL in tonight's game. Uh, I guess he's just out, and I guess that just does. Does the magic in, right? Here's my question. Here's my question, gentlemen. And I'm merely posing the question. Did God smite Jonathan Isaac? I'm just asking the question. I reserve no judgment on the man. Smite him for... I don't know. Just kicking it. uh, Chilling too hard. Uh, did, trying to trying he, to be too, he, trying to go uh trying to be like all like Miguel like what is normal man <laughs> him like trying to like it's like but what are we really protesting bro hey like that that fine which you know what look man let me say this just as a black person I get it because it's like he's still black like. Even if a thousand Trump supporters see what he did and they're like, I'm going to buy that good uh, niggers jersey. You know what I'm saying? Like, it doesn't matter when Jonathan Isaac leaves the stadium. He could still get pulled over and get shot. Like, there isn't some sort of text alert that went out to all the white people and said, Jonathan Isaac is good now. And so him standing is just like, hey, it doesn't matter. I'm still black, bro. Who, Who cares? Who I'm care? with you like, on that. You know what I'm saying? Like, it, and I can see it from that point, but it is still like it's a little too what they what they what what color pill is that? I will took? say though, like, there is something too where it's like I understand a little bit of the rebellion to the group think of like, well, we all do this now. And I don't necessarily agree with it, but I do think it is something to question as like, you know, 
the NBA has a like wouldn't let Jimmy Butler like not have anything on the back of his jersey for a game. It's like, oh, really? You mean he's protesting this idea of your approved slogans? And you're yeah. not going to let him do nothing? And that's like, not cool. Exactly. So it's so, like... Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, it's only protesting and stuff until it's league approved and stuff like that. Or, like, can be shown on a Nike commercial. So I do think there is, like, some subtleties to this that shouldn't just be kind of wiped away. I agree with you there. Yeah. I think... uh Calling these protests are, it's not, when the people in power say you can protest, it no longer is a protest because you're like, you're just doing what they want. And the protest is, is about being against those in power for reasons. And so I don't know, like the fact that the NBA, we've covered the weirdness of, of these like approved social justice messages and I don't know. It's like the NBA, this is a marketing move for the NBA at the end of the day. Um, and now I know most people are not like seeing it. Like, you know, I'm people that work on NBA teams, I'm sure are like good people that truly believe black lives matter and truly believe in the cause and all that. But like, ultimately, like this is also like about building and protecting the identity and brand of the NBA and its teams. And so to call these things protests are weird to me. So I, they're just, it's just, it, it, yeah, it upset Jimmy me. Butler actually protested. Yeah, it upset me. And they wouldn't let him, they wouldn't even let like, yeah, that was bullshit. Like that was like, Oh, this is fucking bullshit. Yeah. All this is total bullshit. And Jimmy Butler in one subtle move, just totally delegitimized and kind of aligned himself with LeBron and Anthony Davis being like, yeah, I'm not like, why would I do this? Like putting black lives matter on the back of my Jersey. Yeah, and it's like the refs don't say last names. They say the number. Yeah. It's foul on 55. Whatever, you know what I'm saying? Uh, but that being said, uh, what's you guys' favorite slogan? I'm getting me a Hazonia stand-up. <laughs> I am I am, get, I am gripping me a Mario Hazonia stand-up jersey. Shout out to all the comics. Thank you for looking out for the comics, Mario. We have been having a tough time as well, and we appreciate you for uh, – uh, using your platform and your voice to ride for us, big boy. I just think it's very funny that a white guy put stand up on the back of his jersey when that's like what all the racist white people are saying on Twitter to the, we the, gotta ne- the kneeling up. players. We got to stand up for exactly. the Exactly. Biggest white guy misses on the back of a jersey. Is that uh, obviously Gordon Hayward with the education reform? Come on, guy. Uh, what, what do you think Who, education reform means to him? Exactly. That's the, that's the question that yeah. needs to be asked. Can you it's, be more specific, Mr. Hayward? As long as is he, I need his to say, I don't fuck with Betsy DeVos. Basically. Then I'm because, in. Because if he's like, I'm actually a huge proponent of charter schools, you're like, yeah, there it is. Got it. Checks Who out. Who was I listening to? I was listening to one of these. You know when, you, uh, when you're watching a game, particularly a WNBA game, on like the local affiliate on whatever NBC Sports affiliate you have, and then NBC Sports will take you to whatever midday bullshit they got on next. It was like some weird like roundtable discussion on a golf course, and it was like the head. It was like uh uh what James Blake, the tennis player, uh a, a fucking the head coach of the Chargers, and Kyle Rudolph. Kyle Rudolph was on this weird white guy 
thing where he was just like, you know, like, uh, you know, I know cops got it hard. And I, I, he, he was saying education reform in the sense of like, um, basically he was saying that like white people don't know what black people is. Like, you know, like it's just like not properly. T- and I'm like, damn, I just think it's weird that that's like, I don't want there to be black people classes. I don't want that. To, don't do that. Well, too bad. Not great. Too bad, Jamel. Yeah. I, and they're and they're drafting please. they're drafting black men in their thirties to teach them, and so here you might have to join the you might have to enter the draft. It's already in my emails. <laughs> uh, no. It's in your promotion section. Yeah, this keeps happening. Sylvan Learning Center wants me to teach black people classes. No. Honestly, that is a movie I would watch if it's School of Rock, <laughs> but instead of Jack Black, it is Jamel. Is me. And it's not music. It's just about he's teaching a bunch of white kids classes? about what yeah. black people are like. Yeah. Yeah, damn it. I'd watch that. Uh honorable mention to Jared Allen with the Cisse Puede jersey today. I think nice. I, I like Cisse Puede a little bit. I do think that's hard. I do appreciate that they're letting uh, international players kind of put their native language on the back of the jersey. Although, did you guys notice in the first Blazers game, Nurkic... Where's Jared Allen from? Oh, I think Cissé Puente is just one of the approved messages, but Nurkic did equality... He's from wherever Jennifer Lopez is from. (laughs) Oh, from the block. Yeah. He's from the block. Yeah. He's Jared from the block. On the block, from the block. Um, guys, is there anything else you want to talk about? I mean, um, just just everybody just, you know, stretch in the mornings, charge your iPhones, charge your iPads, try to do some work if you're on the clock, and hang in there. We got another, what, 10, 12 days years. of this? Yeah. Of, oh, of the NBA. I thought you were talking about of quarantine. Just like continual. <laughs> I was like, 10, 12 more days of quarantine. Do you know something? Oh, yeah. Oh, you didn't, you didn't hear the Foucher? <laughs> Fauci Master Flex was like, we're all good in like uh, mid, mid, mid mid August. Yo, Fauci fell off, dude. Fauci sucking album suck. <laughs> the album, because he was like, it's just like the first one where he's like, this is really bad. And what do you need to plan? Yeah. <laughs> it, it, but he loves baseball now. Yeah. Nah. The remix was terrible, Fauci. Uh, anything you guys want to plug? Get our t shirt. Airbudspod.bigcartel.com. Go to it. Get the T-shirt. Tweet us if you got the if you got it. Tweet us a picture of you uh, wearing it. Um, let's get this. Uh, let's get this bread, homies. <laughs> oh, and let me just. And I, yeah, that's insane. I'm sorry. I can't believe you just did that. Yes, I can't believe that. Oh, I happened. did forget to mention uh, in the business that we are also donating uh, portions of the, the the monies that we get from the T-shirts. Um, to an organization that feeds kids here locally in LA. Uh, we're trying to do some good. Uh, a lot of kids are, uh, school has been a, a, a source of meals for them on a daily basis. And now uh, they are not going to have that. So we're going to try to help feed kids with money from the shirt. So if you don't buy the shirt, you, like you feeding hate kids. kids. Yeah. If you like kids getting fed, buy the motherfucking shirt. It's tight. And on that note, uh, shout out to Skinny Mellow. I figure we should just say Skinny Mellow a couple times, just so all the, just so people know this is an NBA podcast. Skinny Mellow, Skinny Mellow, Skinny Mellow. 
Skinny Marinky Dinky Dink. Bye, guys. Love you. <laughs>